Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Karen. And welcome to In the Spirit of Everything, a podcast of conversations, sometimes with guests, in which we discuss not only everything spiritual, but whatever life throws our way, through the eyes of love, humour, and probably the odd bit of swearing, sharing how we stay grounded and sanish in this beautiful, but sometimes crazy world, hoping to help you along the way too. Well, hello again, my love, and how are you this morning? Good morning, gorgeous. I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Um, How was your week last week? Yep, it was good. Again, I don't want to say that it just flew past because it's... um, It did just fly past. So, (laughs) But the only thing I can... You know, I did... um, I did uh, some Reiki on my cat. You know, we were talking about it last week and I thought, oh, well, brilliant. let's give it a go. Because bless her, she's struggling a little bit. We're not sure what's going on. Not sure she's got an allergy to her food, but her fur, she's over She keeps being sick. Um, and like we, we've looked up and, you know, so we've, we've changed her diet. <clears throat> we tried to go, because you were talking about sort of like real food. So we've, we've got her onto a, like, a, you know, like much better. We've given her tuna and we've kind of like, you know, tried to stop giving her the dry food obviously it's difficult because we've got the three so we can't stop her nibbling the Mm. biscuits and the food that we've put down for the other two pigs (laughs) so (laughs) but um but yeah so I thought well I'm going to give her some some reiki and you know I can't say she sat down and sort of like assumed the position and let me just kind of but she has really enjoyed it she's kind of like let me have her hand my hands on her head and on her heart and on her, her her base chakra and really kind of like you know been in her element so brilliant and she does I wouldn't say it's, she's um like like scared it's not like she's like anxious or anything there's just something going on but we're hoping that it you know I'm hoping it will just help calm all of her system down as well as the kind of like the change of diet so I will keep you posted yeah amazing well done and, uh, so how about you love what's been going on for you this week I had um, a good week. It was a busy week again, as everyone's got busy weeks. But I had a really beautiful day on Tuesday. Um, I think we were talking about synchronicities um, a couple of weeks ago, and there seemed to be lots of stuff going on. And had a bit of a spooky moment where um, I I was actually giving someone Reiki, and my grandpa's photo fell off the wall. And I was like, okay just left it there carried on doing my thing and then um put it up on the mantelpiece and then the next day um I got a phone call from my sister no I was thinking about this trust that he'd been involved in that was right and I got a phone call from my sister the next day to say that my niece had been in touch with the Hardman Trust and we've all been invited to go to um an award ceremony where they're going to honor the memory of my grandfather (laughs) um in London which was absolutely amazing he he was a vicar um before he died and he was a vicar at Parkhurst prison on the Isle of Wight and he used to look after people that were doing you know long sentences and he realized that there was um an issue with people being released who had been doing long long sentences that helping to integrate them back into society and so he raised thousands of pounds every year for you know prisoners that have really turned their lives around helping them to either get an apprentice or learn you know learn um, a trade or whatever it is but helping them start their lives again and 29 years on the trust is still going strong and I got to meet some of the people that were awarded 
um, some of these grants and the stories that I heard were just so inspiring of, you know, people's lives that have have literally been changed. It's not just their lives, it's their families' lives, it's society and the, the reoffending rate is so low, you know, in people that have received these awards. So it was it was beautiful. It was such a beautiful day. And to go and be able to of, yeah. yeah, just to repre- represent him. So yeah, it was lovely. Not normal Tuesday, but yeah, very nice. But I will talk about probably the trust a little bit more on another episode. Yeah, definitely. I think that's definitely worthy of an episode at some point. Yeah. Um, so well it's very exciting this week, isn't it? Because we actually have our first guest. Yes. The, uh, the beautiful Kate, who is um, of So Yoga. Um, <laughs> she is a fantastic yoga teacher and my friend. So I'm, uh, you know, very lucky to have her in my life. Um, and we did a workshop together, uh, was it last week? Yeah. And, um, yeah. and uh, uh, Kath was talking about the sort of like the, the change in the season and some of the, touched on some of the uh, Ayurvedic principles regarding the sort of changing season and how it can affect us and how we kind of our our bodies and our internal systems mimic the everything that's going on in the atmosphere as well so as the seasons are changing we feel the changes in us you know and so many people I'm speaking to at the moment feel myself included a tired or a bit kind of like you know and and you would it was that kind of like that talk of like the, the transition between one season and another. So we thought it would be great to, to have her on and to come and explain a little bit more and to like give us a few tips on how we can actually, you know, make this transition a little bit smoother, let things go and, uh, you know, welcome the autumn. So, yeah, hello, thank, you, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And 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 to you, Em, lovely to be on. I feel honoured. I've never done a podcast before. So, yeah, my, my, uh, <laughs> my, my rummy tone's booming through the speaker, so I'm sure people will be glad of that. Um, oh. so yeah, yeah, thanks so much, guys. Um, oh, yeah, so where, where do I start with, with this? So um, if we think about um, yoga um, and Ayurveda being really closely linked. So Ayurveda is like the sister science to yoga. Um, Very ancient practice originated in India long, long time ago. Um, And it's just a system on how we can proactively be well. Um, It's a holistic system. Um, And, I mean, you know, we could spend days talking about Ayurveda. So we're just going to touch on little parts of it and how it relates to the natural world. Um, So I think... I think it's important to sort of start off when to to talk about the doshas. So, um, and again, I'm not an actual expert in this, but I have touched on it quite a lot with my teacher and, and she bases a lot of her practices around it. So over the years, that's sort of filtered down to me. Um, but in Ayurvedic principles, there's three doshas, which is like, if you think about it, it's like your constitution. So there is pitta, kapha, and vata dosha. And they all have their own qualities and characteristics. And as humans, we'll be made up of all three of those doshas. 
but one or possibly two would be dominant within us. Um, so if you've never taken a dosha test, Kaz, I think you have taken a dosha have, test, yeah. haven't I mean, you? I've done them a couple of times, but like a lot of years apart, and I think they came up slightly different, but that makes because I am sort of two different people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And, and and it will change throughout yeah. um it, that they can shift and change but um so if you were to think about pita dosha um they this is is more more about a sort of so the element that covers pita dosha are fire and water so these are your wonderful fiery types in life they're very organized people very charismatic people um but they've got a tendency to maybe be a bit quick-tempered, a bit hot-headed if pitta dosha is out of balance. Um, they're normally sort of medium build, can be, their skin can burn quite easily in the sun as well. Um, so that type of person would be a pitta person. And again, I'm simplifying it loads. Um, then you've got your Cappadocia. So these are the most loyal, loving people around. Sometimes they can be larger framed. Um, so Cappadocia is governed by earth and water. So if you think about it, my teacher describes it like this. If you put earth and water together, sometimes you could get like a sticky mud. So Cappadocia are very steady, strong people. But if they get out of balance, they have a tendency maybe to get a little bit sluggish or a little bit, bit lazy. They like a lie down. They like a lie down and they like a chill out, um, but they're very, very loving, um, compassionate people, Cappadocia. Then you've got Vatadosha, which is probably what we'll talk about more. So Vatadosha is governed by air and space. So these are very creative people. They're normally quite slender, um, tendency to have quite dry skin and hair, um, like I say, very creative, but they've got the tendency to jump from thing to thing to thing. So they've got all of these wonderful ideas, but they find it really hard to finish anything because they're constantly jumping around. So um, and it's really interesting, actually, when you start to look at the doshas and read up on it. There's a wonderful book called A Puck of Life. And it's very it's written in a very Western way. So we can sort of um, drill down and understand it, the systems, because, like I say, it's a lifetime's worth of work, this stuff. Um, so once you know what dosha you are, you can then start to tailor your lifestyle around that dosha to keep it in balance. So when so we look at, sorry, carry on. I was going to say, so you were saying like you can be sort of like one or two. Do you tend to have like more of a predominant one that you would then like, like sort of underlying characters of another one or is it, would you kind of then? Yeah. 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 So um, when, so I am a Vata dosha through and through. I couldn't be any more Vata if I tried, but I have got a tendency for Pitta dosha as well. Yeah, so um, that's what I came yeah. up as sort of like. Yeah. And once you start to read into it, it's like, oh, my God, it's like reading a book about myself. So, for example, um, I, I have to do a lot of grounding work. Otherwise, I spin off into space. So that's where the sort of elements come in from the natural world, because the Ayurvedic principles believe that these doshas are also in the seasons. So Pitta would be summer season the hot, fiery element of pitta, 
Yes, I think that's um, what I was a few years, you know, when I did it like 20 years ago, I think I was yeah. mainly bitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then Cappadocia would be governed by, spring would be governed by Cappadocia. And then autumn, winter time, there is a, there is a crossover, but just for simplicity, autumn, winter is, cap, uh, is Vatidosha season. So if we were to think about words that um, sort of sum up Vata, it would be cool, light, rough, mobile, irregular, dry, astringent. So all of these characteristics are higher in Vatidosha season, which is autumn. So when you get somebody, say, like myself, that's already predominantly Vatidosha, in a Vatidosha season, it's very easy to, to spin out of balance. So if you think about um, Ayurveda, like increases like. So if we were to balance Vatidosha out, then we would need to be looking at earth-based practices so think about Vata as being air and space. So the opposite of that is going to be earth, isn't it? Earth and grounding. So it's very common in autumn for people to experience um, anxiety, a feeling of um, not, not being grounded at all. So forgetfulness as well. Um, if there's not enough Vata in you, so you could go the other way, you could start to become quite down and a little bit, um, I don't know, sluggish or, or tired as well is another one. So it's just about keeping everything in balance. So that's, that's the Ayurvedic principle and the yogic principle. It's about walking the middle path, not too much not too less. It's that sort of middle ground that we're trying to get at. Fascinating. Oh, it is. Um, honestly, if you start to read into it um, and just touch on it, you can see where it all starts to piece together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in autumn, from about September time, I start to feel this sort of shift in energy and this sort of light spaciness. I mean, don't the amount of times I mislay things, I put things in the wrong place. Mm. I'll totally forget what the hell I'm trying to be doing, mm. and it's in and it's a real pronounced shift from from summer to, for me. And since I've sort of looked more and more into it over the years with my practice, mm. um, it just makes sense. And it was like ah. That's why I'm not going mad. Yeah. There is a shift in the elements and in the, and in the energy around us. And I think you were you were you were touching on, I mean, the you know, it was like the letting go, wasn't it? That kind of like going from sort of like summer where you've got all that that high energy and there's the light and there's all all of those things. And then it starts to that tiredness and things can start to come in and it's that like the, the like the trees are letting go of the leaves it's time to start letting go of that and to just accept that you can't do the same all through the year you know at different at different seasons and at different times with yeah. less light and all of that and that kind of like accepting that in and yeah. you would you would you know the the different um yoga poses and sort of diet things that you were talking about that can actually help with that sort of transition you know and I think naturally yeah. we do you know you're, you're quite happy to eat salad and all these crunchy nice cold things and then it gets mm. to 
it starts getting darker and you start wanting shoes and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. And I think naturally our bodies are like, I know there's yeah. a warmth and a sort of like, but there is, there's that more, like almost like you need to, like animals need more start energy. to hibernate, don't they? Yeah. So you get a little bit of sort of fat on their bones. You mm. know, you're kind of not going to be in your bikini quite exactly. so much. You can have a bit more fat on your bones. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's exactly right. So if we were to literally live in the rhythms of nature, so summer is the high energy. So you've said that already. So it's when we're out, maybe when we're travelling, if you're lucky enough to get on a plane, you're going into different countries, you're seeing lots of people. It's a very outward high energy just and out there in, in nature so the flowers are in full bloom the animals are there the trees are full the sun's there but then the energy starts to turn and shift but as humans we tend to just keep plowing through no no this is what I do and rather than tailor our lifestyle to what's going on out there so you've just said it Kaz so the animals now are starting to slow down a little bit the trees are starting to let the dead leaves go and they'll start to sort of almost internalise their energy. So they go bare for the winter, for the very dark yin um, months, because they just know that when spring comes again, the energy starts to rise, the buds will come out, the animals wake up. I mean, nature's not got it wrong. No, we're the ones it. that are trying to catch up. Do you know what yes. I mean? But we try yeah. and fight um, it as well, don't we? I think that yeah. trying to sort of like tell ourselves, well, I can do it. And, you know, and I've with um, you know, we run together, don't we? And I've kind of like I've yeah. had to accept that I can't do quite as much now as I've been doing in the summer. Waking up at at silly o'clock in the morning when the sun's out is a lot easier than waking up at silly o'clock and it's dark. You know, and I was beginning exactly. to doing what it was doing for me a few months ago. So that mm -hmm. accepting that and and that I. That, that letting go letting myself let go you know I've got I know I've got nothing to prove or I don't feel like I've got anything to prove to anybody else but it's telling myself that I've also got nothing to prove to myself that letting go that kind of like all it's okay coming, to slow you know? down yeah <laughs> yeah and that, that is, as as and you know and taking like you say your cues from from nature it's not the same all year round so why do we think we've got to be the same be pushing around, through you know. exactly yeah, yeah. exactly and it is and it, it's a and, it, and it's not that you you know we're saying oh you're right stay in your house and never go out but start to tailor what you do so it's a perfect time now my teacher would say this all the time ditch the salads ditch the cold smoothies that comes back around next year. So now we want to be looking at root vegetables, your stews, your chilies, your curries, um, using ginger and warm spices to add a little bit of heat. Also using good oils, so coconut, almonds, um, like whatever you cook with. I'm not saying get the deep fat fryer out and fry a Mars bar, but you know what I'm saying? So start to add oil, to. good oils to your food, and that will combat the dryness of vata of, of autumn. Also put more oil on your skin. Oh, we've lost you. Oh, dear. Hold on. I'm sure she'll be back. Oh, sorry, guys. Did I drop out then? You did drop sorry. out. Sorry. No, that's all right. You were just talking about putting more oil on your skin and stuff. Listen, you know, between us, between us, you know, it was me dropping out. It's kind of like it's part of without somebody dropping out at some point. Exactly. It's not this podcast. <laughs> I have, I, Kath, I think the oh, last yeah. thing you said was 
you can go you can you can deep fry some mars bars that's what oh, i'm yeah. instructing you to do i'm sure that's yeah. what you said <laughs> apologies guys yeah so it's about adding oil to your food but good oil now and that will combat the dryness of vata um yeah, so, so there's lots of different things you can do. So there's a practice in um, Ayurveda called Abhyanga, which is where you massage yourself with warm oil. Um, any oil, it hasn't got any, you know, whatever you've got, creams, your lotions, whatever. Um, so massage your skin with oil, get, get oil that way. Put some nice treatments on your hair that will combat the dryness as well. Um, make sure you're drinking lots of fluids. Um, so, you know, your herbal teas, whatever. Um, try and reduce caffeine a little bit. And also what's very, very good for Vata season is... Um, um, uh, what what am I trying to say? Like like consistency routine. So get a routine in place. That's very good for vatadosha. So trying to get up at the same time, even if it's a bit later. Trying to eat at regular times. Getting enough rest. So um, routine is really good for vata, and it's really good for anybody that's got you know high anxiety to generally know what's happening through the day. That can be really helpful. Um, lots of grounding yoga practices as well. So working with I know you guys do energy work and chakra work anyway, but working with like your roots, your root chakra, um, doing a lot of poses that are close to the ground. So you're grounding um, some nice morning meditations as well. You know, just a couple of minutes. It hasn't got to be, you know, half an hour. Just get in a good routine going to see you through the autumn. I must admit, what? I find I find that I need to in the in the autumn as it's getting dark. I have that kind of like this is what I'm getting up and doing because I think you automatically, or I do, I wake up and when it's darker, my brain does feel a little bit sleepier, you know, because you haven't got that natural sunlight to wake you up. So knowing that I'm going to get up and like you know do that meditation before I get out of that or the um, affirmations before I get out of bed and then getting up and 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 getting I mean I get in the barrel and then you know and and having that kind of like this is what it takes that having to think out, yes. of, out of the way. So yeah. where my brain's a little bit kind of like fuzzier, Fuzzy. I still know that I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to do that. And by the time I've kind of done those things, then my brain's come round and you've, you know, you, 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 you switched into it. You know, you've had time to, to kind of like um, snap into the day, you know, whereas I think exactly, summer yeah. is just so you wake up, you know, it's like the sun's out, like, right, let's get yeah. on. And it's just, it's just there naturally. It's easier it? to be motivated in the summer, isn't it? 100%. Yeah. yeah, when you've got more daylight and, and yeah. we're getting less daylight as well, which now, of course, the clocks have just gone back this weekend. Yeah. So yeah. we're getting less day daylight, which is a massive difference for energy as far as energy goes can I ask Kaf what positions not that I yeah. I only ever do a few yoga stretches in the morning <laughs> um, so I'm not a, a yoga expert at all but what would you recommend in this season to do because you said like lower ones to the ground yeah so I mean you could do um some sun salutations I mean you could get literally anything on YouTube you could go on I, I like I quite rate a lady called um, Cassandra on YouTube you know if you're doing online classes she's American she's, she's got a nice way with her she's she's yeah. quite knowledgeable I just connect with her so you could just put your uh, sun salutations in so that's so they're repetitive and they're the same 
um, sequence of posies. So that would help um, generate a little bit of heat mm -hmm. to combat the coolness of vata. And then anything low to the ground, so anything hippy, anything that, that deals with the hips is normally quite good for grounding and rooting. Um, so, you know, you could put yoga poses for hips. That would be good. You you, you could even probably YouTube yeah. grounding yoga shapes yeah. and, and it would come into it. Um, anything close to the ground is, is, is good. Um, if you wanted to do any balances, you could take tree pose. That's nice. That just brings in the element of nature as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, any, anything that's close to the ground, anything that's quite calming, because vata dosha have a tendency to rush through things. So, oh, yeah, I'll just get this done, and then I can move on to the next thing. Yeah. No, take your time. Use your breath work. So some nice grounding breaths. Mm. Um, something called samavriti so, or equal breath sometimes it's called box breathing in yoga so it would be um, normally a four count is good so you'd breathe in for four hold for four exhale for four and then um, hold for four so you're just getting this lovely consistent rhythmic breath going without the tendency to rush rush through how long um, would you do that before uh, for the for, for the breath, the breathing, yeah. How many breaths? A minute, minute or two. I mean, you might get yourself into a rhythm and think, do you know what? I'm happy to stay for longer. Mm. But um, just see how the wind takes you. But yeah, about a minute or two minutes. Yeah. And I think um, that's really grounding as well, isn't it? Because it's it's meditative, isn't it? Because you're having to count, you know, it's kind of like the breath's going in and and like because you're and you are having to count and to count and to count. It just really is gets you out of your head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I love yeah, because again, with vata dosha, the tendency is your brain scattered. Think about mm. air and space. Does it's, this explain it's... why the last few days, maybe a week, like I've not been able to switch my head off at night? There's literally, yeah, just cannot yeah. switch off the thought. Insomnia, massive yeah. thing, dosha, not being able to sleep. So, you, so um, my I would probably recommend listening to something like a yoga nidra practice at night. On your, um, you, again, you get loads on YouTube, uh, and, and I'm guessing you know what that is, Emmy. It's like um, it's a very deep relaxation technique. Yeah. It's like a process you go through. So I would do a nidra every every night normally. In, um, um they um insight timer that's got loads of fun that we've spoken yeah. about before that's got some love because um youtube is great and i'm not knocking youtube at all but the only problem sometimes with youtube is you do a yoga nidra and you're all nice yeah. and suddenly this mad advert comes on whereas on the um like timer it hasn't got that and it just yeah. it it just ends so then if you have fallen asleep yeah, yeah. perfect thank you for that that's really helpful yeah yeah, and, oh, it's such a lovely practice as well. The the nidras, I think it's uh, you know, and it, like oh, it's finding ones that actually because there's all slightly different, you know, you can still find ones for different kind of things that you're trying to yeah. to deal with as well, can't you? So if it is for anxiety or for for, for yeah, this, they tend to have sort of different themes as well, don't they? Yeah. So much like a like a you know, it is a meditation kind of thing, isn't it? But yeah, but the designed that you don't then come back into like the day so much afterwards that you can mm. then just drift off into sleep it's a mm. much sort of yeah. slower yeah. yeah so yeah so sort of just really just to sort of sum up vata dosha 
Um, keep warm as well. So Vatidosha people, I mean, this is me, have a tendency to be cold all the time. So they'll, they'll be your mates that are going, oh, God, are you, are you a bit chilly? Everyone else is going, right, no, I'm absolutely boiling. So keep warm. Um, you know, it stands to reason the temperatures are dropping a bit outside. So, yeah, wrap up warm, stay calm, focused, and avoid multitasking. I mean, this is hilarious, isn't it? Particularly if you've got a family, how do you avoid multitasking? <laughs> but try and focus just on one thing and getting that done to completion before you move on to something else because it's when we're trying to do a million and one things nothing gets done properly nothing gets finished and then you can start to tip into overwhelm a little bit so yeah try and stay as focused as you can um avoid cold frozen and raw food so we've said that haven't we it's your warming stuff now and routines really really good so get your routines down and try not to rush through it as well almost don't think of it something that you've got to get ticked off your list really absorb yourself in whatever you're doing finish it completely and then get the benefits from that before I before you move that. on to the next. I, really I, I mean, that. even just as you're saying that, that's making my brain feel calmer. Me too. too. Like that, I was just thinking like that. that kind of like grounding, like, okay, no, this thing I can finish. I haven't got to think about the next thing, you know. Do you know what? For me, it was a bit like I had a bit of permission from CAF to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't have to do everything and be everything. I could just do one thing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing that it's okay. In fact, it, I'd encourage the slowing down process. Mm, definitely. The craziness will all come back when it starts, the energy picks yeah. up spring, summer. Autumn and winter, it's that gradual, just internalising the energy a little bit. Mm. I mean, you know, when we're in the depths of winter, there's nothing going on out there that we can see. The animals right. are in bed, the trees are dormant, the plants are dormant. doesn't mean that the energy's not there underground, the same as we'd internalise our energy. But take a breath, slow yeah. down a little bit, yeah, and then yeah. conserve your energy for when, when we need it for spring and summer. And that's what the plants are doing, aren't they? They're doing that. They're conserving that energy. That under the ground, we don't yeah. see anything at the top of the ground, but underneath, there's a lot of stuff happening. So yeah. much Which happening. Like when the like the daffodils or you know like anything yeah. that's kind of like, but it comes up and there's more of them. It's kind of like they've been yeah. able to like conserve and kind of like let their energy intensify, haven't they? So yeah. I, and I guess if you never have that dormant period, it doesn't. You don't get ever get that kind of like rejuvenation period I mean that's yeah. I guess it's kind of like that cycle even like within our 24 hour you know if you didn't have sleep you would never kind of get better so mm. that kind of like within the sort of like the years there has to be that that slower so... part to kind of like rejuvenate for the the waking part yeah. Yeah. yeah but like I guess we weren't designed as humans like let's be honest we invented time we invented clocks you know to live by in the society that we're in but actually as human beings because we're all connected to nature, we are all nature, we are nature. In theory, we should wake up when it gets light, go to bed when it gets dark, you know, live in this whole cycle with nature. And by doing that, and you find that these people that live out in, you know, tribes out in the Amazonian or wherever it is, that they live in that whole cycle of nature. And they're probably a lot healthier than we are and a lot happier. <laughs> And yeah, like say, absolutely. Like that, that going back to like the foods that you eat, 
we've got supermarkets now where we can we can eat a, a, a lettuce that's come from god knows where or Out like season. you know whereas when like years ago when we had to to farm our own land and, and eat what we could grow this time of year you you couldn't grow those salad vegetables so you mm. had to eat the root vegetables and you had to mm. store stuff and it had to you know so it's 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 not it's stepping back into a rhythm that we've kind of forgotten that we're supposed to have definitely it? no it's a yeah. yeah and because we're a 24-hour society and, and like you say if you want to eat a watermelon in the middle of December you can because yeah. it's available to us um but is, is it the right way to go is it doing yeah. us any good really yeah. you know I would probably say not very much I think if you can live and again it's you know we're all what's called householders so in yoga so we you know none of us are sort of out in the in the forests and the woods, you know, we have to sort of try and navigate through life. But it's just all of these little things and these little changes that we can make, taking our lead from what's going on out there. Mm. And it, it does, it really does make a difference. It yeah. really, really does. And it can do as well. So, so yeah, Love I just wanted that. to share all that. Kat, oh, can I <laughs> ask you, sweetheart, where do we, where can we do this test? the um dosha test is it the dosha test so you can do them there's loads online i mean there's probably the most um, the more detailed ones which will take longer are will give you a truer outcome mm. um you know you can get you can get so with just four or five questions and it'll give you a rough idea but um if you can take a bit of time over them i mean if you wanted a specific really detailed um uh sort of over overview then you, you could go and see an ayurvedic doctor or practitioner and they would go through it all and th those are all over the country you can yeah. you can get get them um but if you just wanted to google a dosha test so d-o-s-h-a yeah. test spend you know 15 20 minutes and some of the questions you might think well what but just persevere with it and then at the end it'll tell you um, what dosha you are and then yet yeah, read up on the dosha and you would be amazed on how it's like reading a little book on yourself and it's like yeah that's why I do that or yeah that really does set me off or that calms me down and then you tailor your food your lifestyle um or as much as as little or as much as you want around that and it really helps it helps so, me say for instance that people did do it would you get that kind of like you know like definitive yeah or we you know do some people sometimes get where it just is an equal they're like li literally like mm. two things like the same so what would what would that be then you just took the elements that that you liked yeah. <laughs> so i mean some lucky people would be what's called tridosha so they're an even mix of all three um I wouldn't say that there would be many people out there that are tridosha, but maybe some people are. So that would be a sort of total balance. And, and it just means that these are your characteristics. So, um, and, and we never want, my teacher always says this, you, you never want to dampen down what you are, but it's just being aware. Okay, so I'm Vata Dosha, so I've got a tendency to become quite spaced out or quite floaty or quite erratic or whatever. So 
If I notice that happening, I'm going to do the opposite to ground myself down. So it, it just because you, you've had a dose doesn't mean you're out of balance, but it's just to be mindful. So say in autumn, when the vata dosha is high out there, that could potentially knock me off keel a little bit. So how do I bring myself back down? Or if you know your Cappadocia um, and you start to feel a little bit, oh, I feel a bit sluggish, I can't be bothered today. Oh, no, I'm not going to bother doing that. Okay, so maybe I need to up my um, fire in me a little bit. Maybe I need to get myself a little bit warm or, um, you know, have some more energising food. So, um, or if you're a pita dosha and you feel all of a sudden that you're starting to get really irritable with everybody and angry a lot, start to bring in a bit of earth. Okay, I need to calm down a little bit now. So it's just about being really mindful of your qualities, what you naturally are, and then noticing when they get out of sync and knowing how to try and bring that back into balance. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah, so not try and change yourself because that is, like you said, no. fundamental of what we are. And if you're creative and you can't, you know, yeah. then that's great. But Brilliant. when it's done a little bit yeah. too much and you can't, sort of like, then just, okay, I need to ground myself a little bit. Ground down a little bit, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and and we all know in ourselves, don't we, when we're yeah. a little bit yeah. out of the hill. Right. We all know. Yeah. Um, and it's just about getting to know yourself really well. Um, and just by doing a bit of research, a bit of reading, a few practices. But I think if you practice yoga as well, you do generally start to really know um, your moods, your emotions, your body. I mean, what you guys do with all your energy work. I mean, you guys, you know, take it into that realm. So, um it's about getting to know yourself. Mm. Yeah. And being kind and like accepting that this is where I am and this is what I'm going to do about it. Yeah. Not not judging, not, not no, thinking. it's not like you're broken. This is wrong. I've got to change this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Okay. If I just do this, I'll feel a little bit better. I'll feel yes. a bit sort of like. More yeah. balanced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so useful, Kath. Thank it's you so brilliant. much. Brilliant. I have written so many notes. I know no, no one else can see this, but I've got literally, I'm showing the girls, I've got pages of notes. <laughs> brilliant. Well, Kath's coming to live with me because I just need her in my life. She doesn't know it yet. She doesn't know it yet. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm like building like I've got like a little a little part of the Alex. studio that I'm like uh, just <laughs> Put me away in a corner. Got a little cupboard to put you in. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, ladies. It's been wonderful. Because, like I say, I follow, um, I mean, I follow the podcasts anyway. So it was a a real honour to be asked to to, to join. And, uh, you know, bravo for what you do, spreading the word. And, uh, no, it's, and and I really do think people get a lot out of it. So you should be very proud of yourselves because I'm very proud of you. You can come again. Yeah. (laughs) We love you. There we go. Thank you. Oh, Oh, it was lovely lovely to have have you. you. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Right then. Well, and it makes a change from just hearing us two Babylon. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, I think that's uh, that's been a great episode. Um, Yeah, brilliant. um, I think so. Next week we are. um, We're looking at social media, aren't we? We're going to look at sort of like the, you know, the the pros and the cons of that and kind of like you know trying to find some balance in that as well yeah you know? how to keep so, you how, how so. to keep yourself sane and still engage in social media I think is going to be the key to that yeah, yeah. so we're gonna uh we're gonna delve into that one and uh 
you know, um, because we all know we've got to use it. We all know that it's kind of like, but it's, um, you know, there can be some some real downsides to it at times. And it's just, uh, yeah. How to navigate that. Yes, definitely, definitely. So, well, I hope you have enjoyed this week's episode as much as we've enjoyed uh, yes, recording it. So, and um, so for now, it will be a goodbye. A goodbye, yes, yeah. a goodbye from us. And remember, you deserve a little bit of that love that you're giving everyone else to take care of you. And we'll Bye. catch up next week. Bye. Yes. Bye. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's conversation and if you have, please rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening on as it helps other people discover us too. Please share our podcast with anyone else you think may benefit from it also.